10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, Welcome everybody back to the Talking Gaming and Tech podcast. We have a number of topics. Obviously, we're going to get into the big reveal of the 3000 series by NVIDIA. Um, and since they were the first one to reveal their next, reveal the next generation of graphics cards coming out for Big Navi, um, we'll get into the speculation also what Big Navi might hold. But um, we also have a story of this crazy story about monster energy drinks and a promotional for Halo, but it, it's just silly. We'll get into that. Um, 360, yeah, 360 hertz gaming monitors are coming out, but are they really worth it? There's been a number of videos showing they are not worth it at all. Um, we also got Sony wants to bring more first-party games to PC, and this is this going to finally end in separate the count? Well, finally no, end, Jesus. finally end the exclusives for consoles and set for Nintendo. God, you people! Oh man. Can that be the first topic? Because I've already got enough to shut you down with that shit. Like, no. <laughs> idiotic. <the> second topic. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's going to be really interesting. On the other end of the tech side, the tech side, we're going to get into the ZTE unveils the Zion Zaxxon. Yeah, 25G. Um, the GoPro... <laughs> Exxon. The, the GoPro Exxon 8. Valdez. The GoPro 8 can be used as a webcam, just like any other thing else now. Uh, we're going to get into quantum internet and uh, how that's going to change a lot of things as far as security on the internet, like, you know, really, really huge way. Um, and we got more news about Evil Dead Rise, which is kind of Evil Dead 4. Bruce, Bruce Campbell's Campbell not himself, in it, right? From Bruce Campbell himself. But he's not uh, in it, right? No. I don't care then. Mm-mm. Uh, but well, he's I, produ- he's, but he, I, I think care. he's he's producing and directing it, but producing it, yeah. But without Ash, it's not Evil Dead to me, you know. Mm. He makes the movie. <laughs> yeah, he makes uh, the show. He makes everything. I wonder who could replace him. All right, continue. <laughs> anyway, so welcome to the Ash cast. <laughs> like, and obviously, the really big topic we are going to get into at the end of the gaming is thirty seventy and whatnot. So. Prepare for that and the debate what the, the Council Wars brings. So, what the heck has everybody been doing since last week, since we last all joined up on here on this? Other podcast? than avoiding death? Yeah, yeah. Or at least okay. trying to avoid death? Nothing. So, We're working on um, Divinity, you know, playing Warcraft. So, did I hear that your whole, your whole Divinity thing deleted? Yeah, but that's fine because, dude, like, I, I kind of, as I learn, I get better each time. Like, I restarted the campaign that I put together, and it's already way better than the first one I, wa- I was starting with mm-hmm. for an understanding of how to do it. So, it doesn't matter. Just like if we ever do Fantasy Grounds again, I've worked with the engine and understanding of how to put that thing together so much that I can make a much better, much more cohesive story than last time mm-hmm. because of the last two times I put it together. I've learned lessons about making it too like top heavy and shit. Right. So, other than that, nothing. So, uh, I played uh, this this ancient battle royale game the other day. It was called PUBG. 
oh yeah we had a good night <laughs> that was we almost won two of those games dude we got into like the top 10 in two games almost isn't a win maybe if we had a cluster strike or something uh, yeah, dude. Okay. Almost. In, all, <laughs> let me put. Almost winning in PUBG is like winning five times in Call of Duty. Okay, <laughs> like it's much harder to even come close to winning in PUBG. So even though we haven't won a Call of Duty one in a long time. Yeah, but that's got nothing to do with skill. That game is random luck. So, uh, I uh, also was able to pick up Control. For ten bucks on clearance at Walmart, last copy. What? What yeah. the hell? For PS4. No shit. Yeah, Todd told me about it. He said there was like four of them, but behind it was Doom. Shit, I, I, I grabbed that if I knew about it. Yeah, I wouldn't <laughs> have bought. I wouldn't have bought oh. that game. That company can go right to it's hell. It's on sale anyway. I think I'm probably gonna buy it on PC anyway. Don't don't spend any money on those pricks. You know what they're doing, right? No. What? They're the only company as of now that is not offering um upgrade. If you want to get the upgraded beautiful version on the PS5 and Xbox, you have to buy the new version. You can't oh. upgrade your old old version. Yeah, but, but I, hear, I hear PlayStation's doing a lot of that, though. No. Would, would you hear that? Like, literally every PlayStation game. I was just reading about game... it today. Because, uh, no. like, well, then why is everybody bitching about Xbox doing it? No, because my, Microsoft is calling it something. That's all. They have a marketing term. It's called, like, what? Oh, God, I forgot what the marketing term was. PlayStation had it, too. Yeah, they have it, but they're not calling it a. They're not calling it something special. Like Microsoft is pretending they're doing something special by naming it something, and I forget what it's called. And Nintendo, Sony's just like, no, you could do that, but we're not. There's no marketing name behind it. I'll look it up in a minute when I get done with this battleground. You no, know, I actually plan to play, buy that game because I really want to play it. Because like, um, uh, what do you call it? Area X is absolutely one of my favorite trilogies now for a book series, um, and it's based in that universe, which is really cool. Oh, neat. So, so I really want to see what like they did, <laughs> what like little hints that they have that might call back to the book. I don't think there's going to be many, but there's going to be some. But it's one of those games I've been wanting to play. But that's, um, oh, and I was able to get uh, another copy of Infinite Warfare, but this one's for Xbox for five dollars at Five Below. <laughs> so, screw it. Oh, I, I'll, I'll play I think we had Xbox. I, I think we had one for five bucks too. Oh yeah, I was a five below the other day, got oh. picking up masks. That, that's pretty bad when your game is being sold at five below. You know, it <laughs> right? It's yeah. Okay. Um. Quick. So quick update. Microsoft is calling it smart delivery, and the Sony's just not calling it anything. That's oh. why. So like all games are doing the same thing. Games that you buy will have their free upgrade. But but Microsoft's the only ones who thought that they could name it something special and make who, it special. Who cares? What's like the, that, why is my, that a big deal? No, <laughs> the, the argument is not that they named it. The argument is because Microsoft named it, their dumbass fan base thinks that no one else is doing it. You see what I'm saying? Like oh, Because yeah. Microsoft is marketing it as something special smart because delivery. it's smart delivery, then they think that on Sony's platform... Uh, publishers aren't doing it but the, yeah. the reality is they are they're just not promote they're not going out of their way to go and sony has super upgrade well what's super upgrade it's upgrades for your free upgrades for your old games on the new systems you know they're not going out of their way to give you a tagline to to hear about it it's just exist hmm. the smart delivery is just free upgrades that everybody else is getting mm -hmm. yeah. That's what it is. But PS5 does not 
to have backwards compatibility past the PS4. That's because PS Now is getting all that. People, have, yeah, I know. Again, Which is exactly what I said. I don't want to have to pay for PS Now. If I have the game already, why can't I play it? Well, probably because system, most people but... most people don't have those games. There's a collector's market, and nobody collect. Nobody has like, what do you call it? Um, original Xbox One games and shit. Like you're talking I about do. two separate markets. I have a bunch. You might. I have. I have PlayStation games of all generations. Yes, yes, Nate. You are a collector. But the point being is that it's a bigger. It's like you're asking Sony to stretch all the way back to like 1995. You're asking Microsoft to stretch back to fucking what 2000. With a library of like 80 games, <laughs> and then it go from there. Yes, there's a problem with the PS3 because they use the wrong cell architecture, so they're having they're, they're gonna have trouble emulating that. I I get that, but to complain that they're not covering PS1 and PS2, I, I don't even get yeah, it. And PS3, 90. Well, again, PS3 has problems. Like there's an issue with the PS3 because they use the wrong hardware. Uh huh. Like they use that uh, special hardware, so copying those games yeah, doesn't yeah. work, which is why it's going to be on PS Now. And I would expect it's probably going to be cheap on PS Now. It's probably going to be like the same thing as Game Pass, except mm. with all their old shit. And who knows? That might not even be true. They haven't they haven't sat down and talked yet, so we don't know. They could backwards compatibility for all that shit could be a thing. We don't know yet. Probably not, but I don't think it's a big deal though. Like. Give it a rest. I have anyway. a problem with it. That's why anyway. I get both. <laughs> well, we got no backwards compatibility on PS4, so I mean... I mean, realistic, realistically, who gives a shit about having backwards compatibility for Xbox systems? I can understand why people are mad about Sony systems, because the, the legacy is so much more. There's like three games worth having on the original Xbox. And that's not me being a fanboy. There literally is like three games. Not counting Halo as a series. Hmm. So, matter of fact, if you anyway. can name three. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so uh, one game that actually I pre-ordered fucking forever ago. Uh, it was shortly after PAX, actually. Um, that game we checked out, Iron Harvest. Um, Cricket. That was actually it. Was like right when we first walked in. Um, Cricket. It was one of the first booth. It was one of the first booth. Uh, I'm trying to think. Yeah, so <coughs> Iron Harvest was a really cool game because it caught my eye because it really looked at first glance it looked like, like Company of Heroes, and it does. It does play like, a lot like Company of Heroes. Um, except the big difference is the game is based in an alternate uh, re- alternate history where World War One doesn't happen, um, and basically uh, the technology advances differently. Um, and when the first World War breaks out, we have mechs. Um, in 1920, I think, uh, 1921 or somewhere around there. Well, see, I would be excited, Nate, but we can't convince Bazinga to play that with us, no matter so, how hard we try. So it's called, yeah, it's called Iron okay. Harvest. Not, anyway, so it's called Iron Harvest. Real time strategy. Oh, so okay. anyway, if I could finish, <laughs> guys, um, Iron Harvest 1920 plus is what the game's called because it takes place from 1920 and on, and there's three different campaigns you do. You can do for the one player mode. And they all involve like different countries that really don't they exist, they don't exist kind of thing. Um, they're they're kind of mocks of other countries and things that went on. Um, but it's really cool because the actual design 
um, actually looks like what if they made mechs in the early 1900s. This is what they would look like. And they did a really good job of how, like, the metallurgy is done and stuff. I'm like, holy crap. They put a lot of work into, like, the art style of it, which is cool. And so they, they, they ripped off um, Sakura Wars? So they did, um, and they also did, like, they took footage from, like, World War One and stuff and rendered it with, like, mechs in there. And it's an amazing job. It looks really, it looks real. It's crazy. Um, so it's really cool to watch, like, see those, like, little cutscenes and stuff with that going on. Um, but so far, like, obviously the main, like, gameplay when you're playing the game, the graphics ain't no crazy revolutionary thing. They're just as good as Company Heroes. Um, but the fact that we haven't had, like, a really decent RTS in a while, um, and this is, like, a just-coming-up company, they're not, they're, like, indie, and they're not indie. They're, like, somewhere in between because they have a little bit of more than a little bit of funding. So, but I was just super impressed with just playing the basic campaign so far and going through it. Um, it plays really well. The story's actually really cool. I was like, holy crap, the storyline's like well better, way more like complex than any other RTS I've ever played. Like they actually thought out this storyline pretty well, uh, which is pretty cool. Take it you didn't play through StarCraft too then? No, StarCraft, is, yeah, but StarCraft's a different. I'm talking about like, like company heroes was good, but the what like the campaigns were they were okay. They weren't like you can tell they really want that thought out. They kind of like they kind of just threw some history in there and like pieced it together. Where this is an original story with alternate technology of telling an alternate history of time. Um and you can tell it has like a, a direction where it's going. Like they're not like these cheesy cutscenes. They actually did a pretty good job of actually putting them together. So which is cool. They actually cared about the storyline. <laughs> Um, but obviously there's a multiplayer and everything else like and it's really cool like if anybody enjoyed company heroes they'd definitely enjoy this game and so far i'm looking and the game's actually doing fairly well so far it just came out on the first so and i've only played like like five missions so far uh, i haven't checked out multiplayer because i'm probably gonna check that out once i beat the single player campaign uh, but i so far really enjoy like like i just love all the history stuff anyway but yeah, that's what I've been uh, checking out, which is actually pretty cool. And obviously playing some Warzone with these guys, and we played PUBG, and uh, we could get uh, Battletoad on PUBG if we could find somebody with a graphics card and a power supply. He'd <laughs> obviously have to get a mod. Well, actually, no, he wouldn't get a not get a mod. Who could do his TV for it anyway? So. <laughs> I did find him a laptop on uh, Marketplace for six hundred bucks. Is it a gaming laptop? Yeah, it's a it's a it's a Dell gaming laptop, sixteen gigs of RAM, uh, uh, sixteen sixty, uh, two forty SSD, and a terabyte hard drive. It wasn't bad for the specs. That's not that's not bad at all. Yeah, no, no that's not bad. All right, all right. Let's get into so. Okay, so. The first story here involves Halo, and we know it's been delayed till 2021. Now, we all know with like all the Call of Duty games, um, a lot of the first-person shooter games, that like because of young teenagers love their junk food and their energy drinks, they always have these promotional codes on them. Oh, get 20 XP, 30 XP when you buy this energy drink, or you buy this bag of Doritos, or bag of Frito-Lay, whatever. <laughs> um, and so obviously we know it's been delayed till 2021 but there is now obviously I guess it's already on shelves 
there's monster energy drinks out there with double XP points for Halo Infinite that's that not coming out. That's not coming out till 2021. That expire in December. <laughs> just yeah. want to point out. Just want to point out. This also proves my point more about the stuff we were arguing before the show. They did not think people were going to hate this, which means they looked at it. They knew what was going on. They knew everything about it. This has all been put in place because they knew exactly what they were doing, dude. It's a delusion to think they didn't. They just failed. I don't know. I think it was a matter of ego. They got, they got like, way in their own way. Yes, it was a matter of ego, but they still know. That's my so, point. They looked so, at it and just thought people weren't going to okay. care. So, okay. So, as far as the retail side, these promotionals that go on like this, these cost a lot of money to do. I mean, lots of money. And the fact that it's not Mountain Dew, I'm kind of surprised. Um, they cost like in the hundreds of thousand dollars of range because oh, I'm these sure it's are more than that. Um, these are distributed throughout North America. Okay, all of North America, and like Monster Energy is a really big company now. Um, they make a lot of stuff, like a lot of different variants of their drinks. So, and these promotionals are on most of their drinks. Like, how much that had to have cost to get that printed onto their cans? Like, holy crap. And it to go to nothing, like the money is out the window, literally. Mm -hmm. Like, just that alone, like, is going to cost their company. Because, well, it's as... not going to cost them anything if people buy no, it. No, 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 it will. Because, um, the reason why it'll cost them is because investors see that and go, you're running a campaign for something nobody can use. Well, yeah, but they're also running a campaign on, it depends on if it's a special flavor or if it's just going to be on all the cans of monster. Cause people are still going to drink it. Oh and no, maybe, no, no people. And maybe they'll save, save the cans until they can actually get the game. Well, no, but no, it's, a, it's more of a lot. It's going to be more, it's going to be more of a loss for, um, Microsoft, Microsoft and the, yeah, yeah I mean, because they Microsoft paid them to put monster. that on the box. Yeah, but who cares? No, I mean, on the can. They're, they're, they're loaded anyway. Yeah, no, but that's not the point. The point is that the investors in the Microsoft see that and go, um, guys, you just wasted my money. Why am I giving you any more? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? If I was an investor, I'd be like, that's a screw up. I'm taking my money somewhere else. Yeah, but you're, you, you would also be a, you would also dollars. be an idiot because no one takes that money away from Microsoft no, over saying, a mistake. Like, They're still gonna person... make a buttload of fucking money. That's what Microsoft does. It no, doesn't matter. Saying, yeah, well, that's besides the point. I'm saying though, as like rationally, as an investor, you're gonna go, you're gonna be calling someone up and going, you wasted no money on this that nobody's gonna be able to be even to use. Realistically, the investors probably don't even know because they're too dumb to even know what Halo is. <laughs> like realistically they probably have no clue uh, they're probably old people that just look at the numbers every day and that's all they do not even every day they probably have someone else looking at the numbers actually oh but it is gosh. funny it's funny because they were all in on this belief and like I said there's no way that they didn't know the how the game looked they just thought that it looked great because Microsoft is so delusional. I don't they think live... they're that stupid, though. I don't think no, they're but that they... stupid to say that looks good. They had to have known it looked like crap. No, no, it's not that they did. It's not that they knew it looked good. It's that they they looked at it and went, "It's Halo. We can sell whatever we want to them. It's Halo. They're gonna so. buy." I don't it. think they're that naive. Well, no, but you don't... okay. So to do, but this, here's though... the thing. Wait, here's the thing. You think that you think they're not? 
they've always been that naive. They've literally always been. Should I point out that in the 360 era, I mean, not in the 360 era, the Xbox One era, they thought that they could literally just give people a system that forced them to be locked in to their ecosystem and not allow them to like trade or sell or borrow games. And they thought people were going to be behind it. They believed it was going to be okay. They've always been tone deaf because they listen to a very small fraction of their fan base. That's why the new system has 12 teraflops and nothing running on it yet. Because in, because the fan base has been telling them that the reason why they lost this gen is because of the power difference. And that's what they listen to. So they think that's the only reason why they lost this gen. Do when in reality, think, like they lost you, for Do you think in tons. time in time they'll finally develop good games for it? Or yes, but but my point is they sat down and their first thought was we we need to have the most powerful system on the market. Then they thought, oh, by the way, we need to have we need to also have games on this thing. Like <laughs> yeah. that came after. Yeah. That was an afterthought because their fan base told them, Well, you're getting your ass kicked by Sony because you didn't have any fucking uh because you were a weaker system. That's why they outsold you. Because the dumbass fan base believes that. So then their marketing team sits down with their directors and go, we've been hearing a lot from our fan base that we're losing because the, the system is more powerful. Mm-hmm. So that's all that matters right now. <laughs> and then someone goes, do you have any good games? Well, that's coming, but we have 12 teraflops. And then they get this thought in their head. Well, they have 10, uh, 12 teraflops. So everybody's going to be impressed with no matter what they show. And then they show you a game that looks like it runs on my freaking PS3. And people are like, they're like, oh, people are going to love this. This game looks great. It runs at 60 frames, catch tag. Then they sit down and play it for you, and you're like, looks like shit, dude. Um, yeah, so I think personally, like, for, for this promotion to actually have been bought and sold and distributed throughout the market, what we saw at that presentation was the final product they were launching with. That they weren't yes, going to change yes. at all. They literally they thought got, it looked, they looked good. They weren't going to change a thing. They, like I said, bubble. They walked in. They it's like, hey Phil, take a look at our our, our latest demo for for Halo. He leaned back and went, "Now this is in 4K and runs at 30 frames." And they were like, "Yep." He's like, "Good job. That's exactly what I wanted you guys to do," because that's what they wanted. They wanted it 4K, 60 frames per second. They came in and said, "That's what it's going to do. That it's hitting that mark." He sat back and clapped. He said, "They're going to love this." And then they showed it, and people went course it runs at 60 frames it looks like my ass <laughs> my ass uh, runs at 60 frames yeah well no just the comparison they showed it to halo reach and halo reaches graphics look like twice as good it was like what's happened here guys it, the, it it's just <laughs> the best way to describe it that's why the best way to describe it is it's like you know what? i'll use that um harley quinn movie as a good example that harley quinn movie was Eco eco bubble of like five or six people that were like, you know, chicken empowerment is 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 big right now. Everybody loves chicken empowerment. My Twitter is filled with how much people love chicken empowerment. Let's make a Holly Quinn movie about chicken empowerment, and then the movie comes out and no one goes to see it and it bombs you, because you they, like you're saying chicken parmesan, but okay. chicken empowerment. <laughs> well, my point is, my point chicken is parmesan. they they lived in a bubble, so they thought everybody wanted everybody was psyched about that idea because they lived in this small twitter bubble and then when the movie came out they realized that small twitter bubble bubble is in fact a small twitter bubble so they don't obviously even if everybody on twitter went to see it you're still only getting like twenty thousand people to see your movie 
it was a good movie. But my point is the bubble that they live in. In yeah. their bubble, Microsoft thinks everybody wants 4K 60 frames per second. And that's all anybody cares about. The reality is only their bubble of fanboys give a shit about that. What they want is great storytelling, great gameplay, and great looking game. And if it runs at 60 frames and is great, fine. But if it runs at 30 frames and is really good looking and still plays great, that's fine too. But they don't see that because that's not what they their bubble is telling them they don't step out of their bubble that's microsoft's problem it's always been microsoft's problem that's why 360 era was filled with nothing but dude bro games because they thought that's what everybody wanted are you using the right mic actually no i am not <laughs> I, hear, I forgot I can, all about I can, it because this mic buzzes when you talk dude i'm sorry i've been stressed all week i totally forgot right. we started talking about that shit and just <laughs> <laughs> um and just so, pooped right on myself. We're going to get into more of what the next generation is going to be doing pretty soon in a couple articles from now. But let's get into, so So Sony has said in 2020 uh, from a corporate report that plans to bring more first-party games to PC in the future. It says, we will explore expanding our first-party titles to the PC platform, says the report, in order to promote further growth in our profitability. <laughs> the decision to bring more of the Sony in-house counts, what do you call it, catalog to the PC is cited as a key strategy point to coming, uh, what do you call it, to a, in a coming direction of games and network services in our division. So, um, and obviously they can't, they point out later on this article, um, it's to compete with uh, more of the PC online games and stuff like that. They want to get more into that market and whatnot. They feel they're losing ground with not having their games on PC. So... Um, now, Grim, you wanted to add to that. Oh, no, I wanted to counter your statement you made. Which I forget what it was. Something like, is this going to be the end of console exclusives? Well, we'll get into that in a minute, but I'm saying, though... Oh, you didn't that have to was... add to that. We'll get into that No, not to, not to the basic story, which is what you just read. Yeah. I have an argument to your point of view of it, but not to the basic story. That's what they're doing. It's smart. But the argument... I have is to their point of view, to the point of well, view. Well, no, my, well, okay, so I guess you could answer it so we can go into that. Do you think that Sony is going to be like Xbox now? No, 100% no. Because they, what they'll do is exactly what the smart thing is, because again, Sony doesn't live in a bubble, they know what they're doing. They will release their games a year after they come out on the PlayStation so that they get the initial sales off of PlayStation because people want people will want to buy the system because of the exclusive and then they get the audience that didn't get to play it before and they'll get both without any trouble it's I don't that think simple i don't from this statement it seems like they really want to break into the market i don't think it'll be a year i would say even at, six, I pers six i personally months. say six months to four like three months somewhere around that it, range. it won't it won't be three months they've you have to understand that that statement if if it goes the way you're talking about, then it would be counteract. They would be contradictory to statements they've said within the last like week about how they're beefing up their own studios for first party development so they can be for their for exclusive development. They've no, made that statement. So and remember, like I said, this isn't a situation where like with Microsoft, where one one person says something and the guy goes, "Have you read the memo, jackass? It, this is what's happening." Like Sony from top down is on the same page in their company. No, so if someone if that statement comes out, then that means they already they already know what's going down. 
I would expect that, like, for example, Horizon Zero Dawn 2 will come out on PlayStation, and about a year later, six months to a year later, it will reach the PC. And that's intelligent, like I said, because it basically says to you who wants to play the game immediately and who doesn't mind waiting. Yeah. It's that simple. And the people who want to play it right immediately will get a PlayStation to do so. so. And the people who don't will get it, will have it on their PC when it comes out. Yeah, no, which is, yeah, which I don't mind waiting, like, because I don't plan to buy a PS5, like, right away at all. In my opinion, it's the smartest way to do it. By rele- let's put it this way: if you if you do the Microsoft route, then you're telling people there's no reason to ever own your system, which is what's going on. The problem they have right now, mm. like Microsoft's <laughs> problem right now, is people are just like, well, if it's day one, I'll just get it on the PC. Yeah, yeah, and that's um, the and, issue that they have. Yeah, and that's the thing: like Nintendo and my PlayStation both like have a strategy for people to buy their consoles. Like you can't play their games anywhere else, and it yeah. works. The yeah, Switch and, is one of the most selling systems ever made. So, and being smart enough to tell people, "Hey, you can get it later on that on the PC, but it's coming out first on this, and it's going to be a while before it hits the PC." That's the smartest way they can do it. Mm-hmm. I mean, Horizon sold gangbusters on on Steam. It was it was up the top for like three days. It's got yeah, mixed reviews well. because it, it's got mixed reviews because it has a problem. It, it had like launch problems, but it sold well. And that thing was like four years old. Imagine if it's only six months to a year old. Mm. It's, that's not going to have any effect on its sales. Yeah, that's still doing pretty well, actually. The other and then you take in like PS Now support on the PC. I think it's the perfect move. And for these people that are, are laughing at them because oh, they're doing what Microsoft's doing. If you had, you're the reason why Microsoft loses. People <laughs> like you work. No, I'm sorry. People like you work for them because you're an idiot. No, no, no. They're not going day one, and that means that they won't have they won't cannibalize their own system sales, and they'll still make money off of selling the game on those other systems. It's it's brilliant. Yeah, if that's what they're doing, um, but it's. I mean, matter... it's it. Don't laugh at me. It's not brilliant. I don't mean like oh they're geniuses. I mean, in this day and age, when you compare the strategies of other companies, it's it's goddamn brilliant because nothing is stupider than telling people you don't need to buy my system our system don't worry about buying into our ecosystem ever like that's just brain damage so yes this is brilliant when you put it up against its their competitor like how long was it between death stranding when that was released like what a good six months yeah so that's probably what their strategy is going forward then it's going to be a six month uh draw no because death stranding though isn't death death stranding isn't a sony exclusive exactly they paid kojima to put the game on playstation first could they don't own the new kojima like they paid they funded the game but they don't own kojima's productions oh okay okay yeah so the so we don't know exactly all right let's see okay it came out on november 8th on ps4 and july 14th on the pc so yeah yeah Yeah, that's a that's a good window that keeps people buying your system yeah it's a smart move yeah, so that's probably their. I would guess that's probably their strategy going forward. Um, but we'll I have would to see hope that. so. Yeah, we'll have to see. Um, okay, let's get into this next topic. So, uh, with so monitors that we all know, okay, the more hertz the better. And it seems like, for instance, like the sweet spot for monitors is one forty four hertz, um, because you get a uh, 
five millisecond refresh rate every frame. Okay. That's what you get with 144 Hertz. You only gain two more uh, milliseconds with 240 Hertz. You only gain a millisecond and a half with 360 Hertz. <laughs> so it shows that you don't really gain anything um, at all. But, and wait, I'm confused. So, and like, obviously there's a sync benefit to getting 144 Hertz because you literally cut the millisecond time in half from 60 Hertz. Um, you're actually seeing more, you're seeing stuff before other people with 60 Hertz monitors. Um, and you, that's visibly seeable. You can actually see it. Um, so, but when you get to 240 and 360, 240 has been debatable. Like some people are like, oh, it's just smoother. Well, okay, that's fine. That's your preference. But you're not really gaining much for 240. But 360, you're gaining even less. Um, and it was crazy. I don't know if anybody watched the experiment. They set up four monitors, Linus did. They had the whole staff, people and people that just game all the time too on their 240 hertz monitors and stuff. Um, say, can you guys detect which one's the 360? Uh, monitor none of them could get it like some of them guessed right but they all said well i think it's that one but i'm not sure um they told them the answers after which one was right but you can't see the difference it, there's it, no difference like, between that and two like there's you can't see a visible difference yeah but nate if my pickup games are any indication 90 percent of these son of a bitches are blind anyway no 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 yeah, no but i'm talking like these are people that have like in the past like Linus is a fairly reputable channel. They do a lot of. Cool yeah, I was just saying, like, like you line up gamers, and I'm like, dude, my pickup groups show that these people are blind. I don't think they can see what's going on. Well, no, but like some like, of these people, like, they do get people that are fairly decent, like on that show, like they have. <laughs> it's a it's a joke, dude. Jesus Christ, right over your fucking head. Anyway, um, <laughs> so like, these are so, only 1080p screens too. No, I know. Twenty five inches, but it's saying that um. You're not gonna see the the real improvements unless you unless you get the thirty three thousand series graphics card. Yeah, but no, they didn't like they did like if you watched Linus's video and I think it was a J two sensor or somebody else uh, showed like that did like the test images and stuff like that showing what was actually happening. There was almost no difference between two forty and three sixty. I understand like, that, but zero difference. But. NVIDIA is touting, touting what it calls an IPS dual driver technology that will maintain a fast, consistent response through the panel. No, 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 but that's not the point. Of course you're going to get a consistent response. That's all happening. I understand yes. that, but they're saying that it will. you'll really see it with the 3000 series graphics cards. You get a 30%, 33% improvement, they're saying, with the 1660 Super, but they say with the 30 series graphics cards you'll definitely it'll be a lot the busiest the biggest gains will come from them no i know but okay so but how can they prove that no but okay, what, you're, so, what you're saying is how do you prove that without the graphics cards even out no 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 but i'm saying like what they're showing with the 360 hertz like linus you know he does fairly detailed stuff but he, he doesn't have that he, graphics card no he doesn't but you can pull frame by frame and you can look at every frame I understand mm -hmm. that, but he doesn't have a yeah, special monitor no, with that. Yeah, but you, you, the, yeah, but they're not going to invent frames. <laughs> I um, so, yes, I know, but it's not. It's not about the frames this time. No, no it's it is about the frames because three sixty hertz per, uh, produces. It's called oh, a wait, reflex, so, reflex so, latency analyzer. No, no, no. Are so, you telling me it hurts so good? Okay. So, 
okay so what so when you get to 240 i think it's point it's like a five millisecond uh front every you get a frame every five milliseconds right so with 360 you get a frame every i think it's like 3.2 or something like that every 3.2 milliseconds right you get a frame there is no way the human eye can actually see the difference between a 0.9 millisecond different. You, well, I oh, understand that, but it's also saying can't. it has a USB pass-through with latency monitoring that you can plug the mouse into. No, I know, but that's that's not the point. <laughs> like, but I'm saying though, and then they showed frame for frame, and they're like, it was no different. Like, like you would have to have a microscope looking at that screen to see the difference. Like, you're not going to see it sitting back in your chair between what we game at now and what gaming on that there's zero difference maybe like, there's there, no way of knowing it without the graphics card no <laughs> it's not about having the graphics card you can look at it frame for frame which is what they did I, um, that's and great and, but I, I, and, i'm telling you no it's, it's not all about it, it, it's but i read another article and it wasn't all about the the uh latency it was about everything else like no, uh but, uh, you like when you're using the mouse through the the monitor versus plugging it into the computer or something like that. Oh well, yeah. You saying get... you, like, your response time will be a lot the 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 faster. You'll you'll be shooting the people faster or something like that. Well, no, no, yeah, and that is true for the monitors that are actually doing that. That's what I'm trying uh, to say this whole time. <laughs> no, no, but I'm saying though, but as visually, if you're buying this, like there is absolutely no difference. Your eye cannot detect that minute of a millisecond difference now why it is it such a small difference when it's like what two times faster because it's only collect like you can't like for showing frames like 400 like 200 and something hertz right um when you're showing that many frames for one it's got to almost invent frames at that point okay isn't so, that what it does to begin with no, it does, but I'm saying like some games aren't great at it either. And when you're pushing well, yeah. it up to that high, that's it's like getting the ridic like it gets up to the point. Like for instance, um, I don't like TVs running over like 60 hertz because I hate that how it looks. It just looks weird to me, and I don't care for it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it doesn't look right. It, I can't stand watching it. Um, because the reason why is because it's putting frames in the middle of things. Because no cinema is shot at that fast. But what, um, but you but you like it when you play games when it's that smooth? Yeah, so okay, so games are built for it though. Like I play obviously 144 hertz in my monitor and I play most games on that. Mm -hmm. So it's and most games I have are running around like 150 frames per second. So there's no invented frames. So it actually looks smooth. Um when I'm watching most cinema is not done that way. So when your TV is going at 120 hertz it's creating a frame for every other frame um, that doesn't exist, mm. which makes it look really strange. Well, well to me anyway, most, so, some people, some people like it. Most, but like, most cinema is 24 frames, but then they have the, uh, the 30, what is it? 35. Yeah. So or they're like, like yeah. So, so TVs run at 60, which means they're already doubling it. Now, when you go to 120, you're quadrupling it, which is probably why you get that weird effect. Mm -hmm. uh, which is why also a lot of like 
if you ever checked out, like I think Tom Cruise and somebody else made a good point. One, one of the movies they came out, they said, do not watch this at 120 frames. Like Mission Impossible or something. It was something like that. Yeah. They were like, no, it, movies are yeah, not. Yeah, it messes with his running. No. <laughs> yeah, running like, is the most important thing he does. So, yeah. <laughs> I think it, it, like, I think a lot of film, most like uh, movie buffs and stuff, like, agree. Like, 120 frames is horrible for cinema. It's just a bad idea. Um, until we get actually cameras shooting at 120 frames a second, no. Mike um, does. No, I mean for like full, it just like, takes up cin- a lot of data. Yeah, for cinema movies, they're not doing that. They're not going to do that. Was it 64 soon. frames? I gotta look that up. Um, but no, but that's why like you like games aren't going to be designed for that. Like 360 is only a very minute uh, adjustment. So it's like this is unless you're going to use it for the latency between the mouse and the keyboard. It's not worth it at all to waste your money on this because you know they're going to charge like um, way more. Like if you like just get a 144 hertz, you're going to get double. You're going to see things like you I mean it'll look way better. Um, you're going to actually see things before people because you're literally halving the milliseconds in now from 16.5 to seven. Like in just like that, like from going from 60 to 144, like it's a huge difference. But once you go past that, you're not getting much improvement. Like there is improvement to 240. Um, it's minute, but it's somewhat. See- some people can see it, some people can't. But when you get 360, it's just stupid. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> like the Hobbit movies were filmed at 48. Yeah. And some old old movies were filmed at uh, 120, but I don't know what the hell they are. In 60, yeah. 60 frames. But that was probably just a, a TV show or something. I don't know what. There might have been documentaries. I'm not sure. Oh, it might have been, yeah. A lot of them are short films. Mm. But except for yeah, cool. The Hobbits, they were filmed at 48. Because I know that there was a big thing, people getting dizzy. Yeah, yeah. But The Hobbit was a very short film. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> no, uh, Lord of the Rings was too, wasn't it? I'm pretty sure. Or no. Yeah, there was, there was only I a few Hobbits know. in that, so it wasn't that short. <laughs> um. So, I don't know. We'll see what happens with this when it... Like if the the mouse throughput is one thing, um, because obviously this is why because computer monitors that's why a big thing why you don't game on a TV, is because the latency processing is horrible. I game TV. on a TV all the time and I don't have any issues. Um, no, but that's because consoles like. Are no, I mean designed. I use my PC to game on my TV all the time. Uh, well, <laughs> I did that once. It was horrible. What are you I playing? Was like, I was like, oh, any anything that's not on keyboard. Like I don't, I don't use my keyboard for it, but I play uh, anything that's in my thing. I'll use Divinity because I can use a controller with that. There's any of that shit because it doesn't have any effect. It, it literally well, doesn't. Yeah, because well, those aren't like quick reaction games. No, either. I play quick reaction ones too. Let me oh, yeah. get away from this fucking asshole and I'll look at the list of games I play. Um, what is it? Uh, I got them all Gem- on Gemini Man with Will Smith yeah. was filmed yeah. at 4K 120. It was filmed at 120. Yeah, a good chunk Holy of shit. tails. Ga- I play a good t- chunk of tails ga- tails games, and tails games has action combat. So, yeah. But that was a I decent movie. That was a decent movie. I like that movie. So, it's... like, I'm sure it has an effect, but you can't really see it. Nate's just being an elitist. <laughs> well, Woody's the same way when it comes to uh, graphics. He he can see screen tearing that you'll never see. <laughs> Um, no, but I can see it, especially like if I play games like, um, like I could never like play a fighting game on a TV monitor. It's just ridiculous. 
like I've tried that before, and it's just like, what in the hell? And yet we play yet? TV games. No, I'm talking about on, no, I'm talking about a PC, like playing a, a funny game on a what PC. What are you talking about, dude? I've messed around with Street Brother on there. I've had no problems. Um, but like, because your console is a different story. Your console is designed for certain ways to run. Um, Avatar um, is going to be filmed at high frame rates too. I well, yeah, no, I know that, but terrible. that's because it's that's because it's James Cameron though, and he always breaks ground with shit. <laughs> oh wait, you're talking about Avatar. I thought you, I thought you were talking about the TV show Avatar. Oh no, God no, that's that, that would terrible. Be, that would be a lot of drawing. <laughs> that, car, that cartoon is terrible. That show is ter- going to be terrible. Yeah, that's just like, yeah, that's yeah, that's just terrible. All that's these children. Avatar was great. No, it wasn't. You were fucking five when you saw it, kid. <laughs> The uh, Avatar. It's such you. a good show. Oh, <laughs> it's, it's the Fire huge. Kingdom says it's awesome. I argue with Kyle at work all the time about that goddamn show. <laughs> I'm like, dude, you're, you're five when you've seen it. It's terrible. It's, animation's horrible. Everything about that show is horrible. Okay, let's get into the 3000 series. Um, that literally fucking exploded the damn internet. <laughs> um, just from the prices alone. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I'm personally thinking about getting a 3070 right now because Ooh. of this announcement. He s- might stick with the, the, the NVIDIA. Well, okay, so yeah, obviously I'm waiting for Big Navi to see if they're going to have just yeah, as good yeah. prices. Mm-hmm. Um, if they have just as good prices, obviously I'll go with that. But, like, holy crap, like, Ampere technology, like, mind blown um so we got announcements for the 3070 the 3080 and the 3090 um obviously the 3090 is going to be 1500 dollars. the 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 yeah the 3080 i think it's 600 and the 3070 is 500 dollars. and it's they even stated that it is better and performs faster and better than the 2080, 2080 Ti, which is which crazy. Is 12, which is twelve hundred dollars right now. Yeah. So if you just wasted your money on that card, holy crap! You're probably right, kicking right. yourself. You are kicking yourself. I, I, I'm. I think I'm gonna go with the 3080. Screw fifteen hundred dollars. <laughs> no, yeah, that, that's just for. I, I don't like, plan on playing an 8K anytime soon. No, um, and obviously we can tell at this point, Crossfire has already been pretty much been dead, but SLI is now officially dead. Like the only card that has it is the 3090. Nobody's putting two of these in their system anyway. That's nobody's <laughs> spending three thousand dollars to do SLI. Well, they'll be no. surprised. <laughs> no, yeah, maybe some people, but yeah, uh, I mean it's it's pretty much yeah. You'd have to be super retarded. And it's got a weird up. location for the the pins. Yeah, I know, I know. They're like on the side. Yeah. So uh, I don't think it, yeah, they're just trying to move away from it. Um, I think they put it, added it to the 3090 for people that are building huge workstation PCs. Or they're going to yeah. put like three, three of them in their system or something. Yeah. That's the only way they're doing it. Um, but that's the sheer amount. So one of the big things is they went with, um, they literally half the nanometer size. They went from to an eight nanometer. Really? Um, yeah, which is uh, Samsung made, actually, um, so which smart. is crazy. So they were able to pack. I forget the number. It was, GDR6. It was, Holy yeah, crap. GDR, yeah, GDR6. 6X. 6X. 
We skip, yeah. completely skipped the six. <laughs> yeah, so Ooh, bigger number. They, they <laughs> bigger pack number. the amount of like that's packed into that like chip is like literally like triple what it was. And the energy efficient is like in half compared to the 2080. Um, which is why it's way cheaper. Because there's way less to like they could put so much more in a smaller space. So it doesn't cost as much to produce, which is why we saw such a huge price drop. Um, because the 2080s literally cost twice as much to produce. Independent push and pull fans. That's that's pretty good. Oh yeah, yeah. For the founders models stuff, yeah, it's really yeah. Founders models. Jesus Christ, these people. (laughs) Well, that's what they've called them for years. Yeah, they're the Founders Edition. Okay, so, well, so they've been stupid for years. Well, That's all I know. Founders Edition is just the one <coughs> from NVIDIA. Yeah, and then there's going to be MSI is going to have their own coolers on them. Yeah. So will, so yeah, so will EVGA. So will yeah, I mean Gigabit. So will yeah, all these companies will have their own independent versions of coolers. Yeah. Um, but the ones that come from NVIDIA are called the Founders models. So. Like, and just the fact, so one of the biggest things that I took away from it, so obviously we know after PlayStation announced their whole breakthrough with an SSD, right? And they, like, obviously we got back and forth on the podcast about that. And we finally got a hold and actually saw what the technology was doing. And it was the compression rate coming from the SSD through the IO, um, uh, through the graphics card, then to the display. And instead and they were doing that instead of using actual ram okay so um obviously this isn't involving the actual ssd but this is why these cards are going to have a lot of uh memory on them is because the nvidia cards the 33000 series is going to start decompressing like all the data from the game onto the graphics card right away um, so it doesn't have to pull from the SSD. It's just sitting there in RAM. So it immediately can like, so when you load into a level, it'll load the whole thing instantly. It won't have to render as you walk. The same thing we saw what was coming out of the PS5, like when they first announced their SSD and how powerful it was. It's the exact same thing. It's just they're doing it a different way. They're doing it through the card instead of through the SSD. So um, I was right is what you're saying. <laughs> how, do you, um, how, how, how would you be right? Well, because Nate kept telling me that it was impossible for that tech to be something that would do that. and Because I didn't know, it, because the tech wasn't revealed, so I didn't know there was nothing to go by. But you told me it was impossible, and I told you the tech was revealed. Sony revealed it. But no, no, doing... he was also saying that it wasn't just going to be on consoles. No, the, he was saying it didn't exist. And I said, well, Sony showed that it exists, and it can be done. And he was like, that they're lying because... It's that SSDs have been on computers forever, and it's doesn't. No, it's not on there. This is my an point SSD, was, though. Dorn no, but my point. No, it's, no. It's, it's, the point is the tech is being done a different way. It's like it's like a tech tree in a video game. Uh-huh. They've come up with a way to do this. One is using an SSD and an I/O to do it. One is using the graphics card to do it. But it's the same thing. Yeah. The difference is it's cheaper for Sony to do it because they would have to put a five hundred dollar graphics card in there into their system to get this, right? Well, yeah, yeah. They can't put that into their system and charge five hundred for the system. Yeah, and so like, it's the easier way for them to do it. Yeah, and also consoles can't exactly do this either because we've obviously saw with like the PS4 and the Xbox, 
um, they used shared uh, memory from the graphics card and the actual RAM. It's like the same thing most yeah, of the time. Yeah. And that's what's happening with the PS5 and the Xbox as well. So, um, and that's a big reason why they can't do what this PC, what this is going to do. Um, but isn't that what it's going to do? But <laughs> no, but they can. They're just doing it a different way. Yeah. It, no, but it's like, like it's like a car that runs on gas and one runs on solar, but they do the same exact thing and they can go just as fast as each other. They're just doing it a different way. Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. Um, but the big so thing they're like, well, they can't do it. It's just a different way of doing the same thing. Well, no. And like I said, I'll react my state. Like I said, they couldn't because before they actually released the specs of what their SSD was doing, there wasn't any hardware anywhere or any like schematics um, or any way an SSD was designed to do that at the moment that I could find anywhere. So the technology didn't exist yet. Then they released the specs of how they were actually doing it. And I was like, oh, okay, that's how they're doing it. Um, so... Um, but obviously the one thing though, I was right about though, Grim, like, and I actually, well, I was actually wrong because I said, yes, I know. Well, no, no, no. So as I said, well, no, the PCs will catch up probably like a month or two after the PS5 comes out. Well, they've caught up before it even launched. So, <laughs> but they technically they haven't like, no, technically they have, but you're talking about shit that people can't afford yet. No, dude. Okay, so I hate spending, like, I'm a huge, like, budget guy. I don't like spending tons of money on cards. That's why also I like AMD, um, because I like to get a little more bang for my buck, which is why I saw the 3070. I was like, holy crap, I'm going to buy that card, because that's actually worth it. The money is actually, it's it's cheap. It's not $1,000. It's like, holy crap, I'll, I'll buy that. You know what I mean? So it's actually to a consumer level, like, somebody that wants to operate within a budget right away like people can build budget builds now with the latest graphics card that's yeah. pretty awesome yeah with the latest mid-range yeah i really gotta move remove that fucking button <laughs> <laughs> the windows button i sometimes hit it while i'm playing wow and it it drops the whole screen and then i get blown up oh yeah that keyboard doesn't uh, have the disable button does it I don't know if it does or not. I haven't looked. I'm just going to pull the key the key off. <laughs> I'm not going to break like it. I'm just going to pop it off for now so it's not in the way. Yeah, yeah, So I yeah, can't yeah. hit it. Mm -hmm. uh, Simple. Simple-minded shit. Um, but, like, in general, like, this is super mind-blowing. Like, and obviously, after seeing this AMD, I'm sure they have whatever they have planned. Um but they have to announce something pretty big and we already know big navi is obviously it's going to be they said the architecture has completely changed they're going with the same similar kind of thing they're going with i think seven nanometers so it's one nanometer smaller but um that's all we actually really know about big navi um but both of them are going to be packing a lot into a single chip so i think in general like we are going to see close to the same price range um but if it is close to the same price range obviously i'll go with um, uh, AMD because I, I just like AMD. I'm just, well, as long trusty. as the quality's the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And well, both have active hardware ray tracing too. Uh, this other thing we know about Navi is also it's going. They've already stated that they stated that a while ago that they are going to have active ray tracing on their cards. So active ray ray tracing. So and all these things like that are happening. Like, and we also got word was it Fortnite and some other game just announced that they are going to be adding ray tracing to their game. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I don't remember uh, the other guy. I know Fortnite. Fort- there was one other game, too, that announced it. Um, Didn't you but- know that just means Fortnite's going to look bad but good? Well, they'll have cool lighting effects. That's about it. Um, anyway. <laughs> um, but no, it'll be really cool. Like, I think once these cards, like, this is, like, obviously, I'm sure a lot of developers are going to be looking at this because you they're going to sell, like, these cards are going to sell out real fast with the price range. I don't think the 3090s are, but the 3070s and the 3080s are going to sell out. Um, yeah, easily. If only they could fix the hacking and cheating problem on PC. So... And I think a lot of developers are going to look at that and go, wow, we need to start adding ray tracing to our cards now, to our game. Cyberpunk, that was already, dude, that's already going to happen. Cyberpunk 2077, like Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War, World of Warcraft Shadowlands, Nate's, yeah, Nate's Game Observer. They're, they're all doing <laughs> yeah. it. They've all been talking about doing it. Well, PUBG is not. Yeah, PUBG's old. I don't think, I think they're probably going to make a new PUBG. I don't think you're gonna that that PUBG is gonna be around much longer. Well, like it's what about sit the, on there? But they're gonna they're gonna build a bigger one. A yeah, but what one about someday. their statement saying that they they don't plan to ever make another PUBG? And that's bullshit. They'll just change the name. They're going to make another PUBG. Okay, any company who has a smash hit on their hands and ignores it doesn't exist. They already made a, a, a another one. It's that other one <laughs> that China got. That we played. It's, it's just like, well, it's like not, people pretending there'll never be the a new Fortnite. People. There'll that's be a new their... Fortnite when Fortnite is no longer Fortnite. That's when you'll get a new Fortnite. It, that's how it's going to work. Yeah, that other game was, that's PUBG's assets, but not made by Bluehole. Uh, uh, Final Fantasy Fifteen has uh, ray tracing. Yep. Or DLSS. Yeah. Yeah, so. It's just, yeah. It's going to start to be added to like a lot of cards, like a lot of games are going to start adding it. Mm-hmm. Um, like I wouldn't be surprised if PUBG does because PUBG is obviously they don't have the player base they used to, but they are still in the top three most played Steam games. No, I I don't think they'll add ray so, tracing because that game was already a burning dumpster fire with the, with its programming. It was very hard to get it to run well. It took them a very long time, and adding ray tracing could make the whole thing fall apart. Which is why I think they're just going to make a new fuck a new PUBG at one point. They're probably already working on it, but they'll call it something different. It will be like it won't be PUBG, but it will be a battle royal with the same idea and mechanics refined and done differently. Mm. That's what they'll do, and they'll they'll do that so that they don't get the negative condensation uh, condemnation that is PUBG in it in like its launch. So if they launch a PUBG 2, there'll be a thousand Call of Duty fanboys trashing on it because it's PUBG 2. If they announce a game that's not named PUBG but has the same kind of gameplay style, they'll have less people shitting on it before it even comes out. Mm. I don't know. You think they will with so much invested in the fact they've already stated they're making two new maps right now? Well, it's not coming now. It's going to be probably three, four years down the road, but they will make a new one. <laughs> Three, four battle... years down the road. It's not yeah. calling it PUBG two. They call it Player Unknown Battlegrounds well, Wildlands well, no. or something. Well, well, you, have, you have to understand. Player Unknown is do- he's done with those games, so they're not going to call the next game they do in that style Player Unknown because he's done. Well, yeah. So, what is so it, it will just be a new game coming from them. That's a battle royal game that plays a lot like PUBG did. Yeah, uh-huh. but like, come on, like if you're like you're well, we're talking right now. 
ray tracing is just becoming it's gonna it's gonna be rampant upon the market once the navi <laughs> is out as well like and i would say in about a year if most games don't have ray tracing they're gonna be looked down upon well there's another thing with ray tracing if they could get it to 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 work consistently because if not it's just gonna end up like using like shutting off motion blur well yeah 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 so motion blur is just dumb i don't understand why people want to use that like you have less visual field like by using that like yeah, I don't yeah get it. it's, it's terrible i don't get why you'd use like, that but like you know, i hope ray tracing helps because i love uh physics physics is great when they added that it's freaking yeah. awesome like i was playing borderlands 2 just shooting the freaking flags or whatever they were just tearing into pieces it was freaking awesome yeah, well, and just that was the, with an AMD card. I I I changed some uh, perimeters in the one of, one of the files to make it work. Well, the biggest thing I've been doing knows about what ray tracing. It just it makes light act like real light and yeah. shadow in the real world Refraction. because it's re because it's rendering it in like a three D form around an object instead of it just being generated, which is pretty crazy. But yeah, that's what the big deal is. So really, the whole. The whole reason behind motion blur was to cure sickness people were getting on with less than 30 frames a second. I, I what? I that was the reasoning? Supposedly. That's what I'm being not told. To, not to play worse? <laughs> <laughs> well, they wouldn't make motion blur to go out. Let's make the game worse. <laughs> well, I don't know. That's what it looks like to me because... Like, if you're running, especially a first-person shooter, like I've seen people that stream and use that, and some people that play and use that. I'm like... Literally, everything turns into a blur when you're turning. If a guy was yeah. right in that corner or something, you're not going to see him because you mm. just blurred the screen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. I don't know. It's. I've I've always shut it off because it's it always like in the past it always lagged out my game. Oh. All right. I don't really have that problem. But anyway, let's move on to technology. Um, we just did technology, dude. <laughs> technically. Before before we move on to technology, I'd like to thank everybody joining in, listening on this podcast, on iTunes, on Google Play, or whatever podcast service that you choose to use. But if you are on iTunes, they are a huge driver of podcasts. Please head over and give us a rating on your iPhone or your iPad or your Apple device of your choice, whatever one you're using. Um, and let us know how we're doing the podcast. Or if you're just using iTunes at home and you're downloading the podcast, well, you can rate us there too. Um, but rate us. Let us know what we're doing. Let us know what you think. Share it out to social media. And let us people know, hey, I just checked out this podcast. I checked out and learned that NVIDIA just broke the internet. <laughs> Wonder what Big Navi's going to do next. So listen, check it out, share away, and head over to YouTube.com slash GetTech and go check out our YouTube channel. All those videos up there. There's a bunch of reviews, game footage, Expo footage that obviously is not one of those going to happen anytime soon, but you can check out what expos were like. <laughs> uh, and if you're listening to this into the future, those are things called expos. We don't exist anymore. <laughs> um, let's move on to, okay, so let's move on. So what the heck has everybody been checking out this week? Anything you watched? I was going to watch Bill and Ted, but I'll get into that. Oh, God, no, I'm not going to watch that shit. <laughs> I am 100% confident that's going to be bad. Actually, it's getting great reviews. It is. That's it is. how I know for sure it's going to be bad. <laughs> I don't know if you've noticed lately, but movies get reviewed based on politics. They 
they touch and not on the actual scripts. That's why shit like Get Out was a perfect 10, 100 on Rotten Tomatoes when it's more like a 60 or a 70. Well, I, there, there was one review that said that Bill and Ted left out the politics. <laughs> I doubt that. <laughs> I don't know. Like, maybe they did, but I, I just don't think it would be any good, and I'm not going to listen to the reviews because I expect, review-wise, they're probably ignoring, like, coherency in the stories. I mean, keep in mind, people raved about Endgame, but when you go back and pay attention to Endgame, it was a fun movie, but there's plot holes bigger than my skull in that goddamn thing. The reviewers just ignore these things. Hmm. So, anyway. I don't... Listen so what have you been watching? Things. What have you been watching, Graham? Jesus, what did I did I watch anything? I got caught up on a uh, critical role. Um, wait, there was something. There was something I watched. Hang on. Nope, I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember what I watched. <laughs> like seriously, I haven't really been watching a lot of TV. I watched something. I just don't remember what it was. It was very recent. I'm looking, but go on to someone else. If I can anyway, Bazinga. Oh, American so, Dad and hockey. There you go. Done. So I did a, had a few things. So I devolved my music uh, choice, but evolved the audio file part of it. <laughs> I bought well, a bunch yeah. of. I got a shit ton of records. Nice, nice. I got my Metallica box set, and then uh, I for my birthday I got some money that I that was to be spent on records. So I went and I picked up a few. I got a a live Credence uh, album, a live Elton John album. Uh, I got Green Day Kerplunk. Uh, I got a Beatles Magical Mystery Tour. Sesame Street hits the road. Uh, and then I got Led Zeppelin two, Led Zeppelin three. A whole bunch of them. One of the best vinyls right there. That which was Nirvana Bleach, for the yeah. listeners. Uh, so that that that's nice. In the, there's just nothing like listening to them. Like when I put the Credence uh, <laughs> record on, I could just hear the the crackling. That's that's. I don't know what it is about the crackling. <laughs> well, no, it is. It, 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 there's something nostalgic about that. Mm-hmm. And like for instance, like the vinyl, like one of my favorite, like. I can listen to Miles Davis, obviously, on my Spotify, but there's something about listening to Miles Davis on turntable. It's just, like, old jazz. Like, it's just perfect. Yeah. I can tell you the speakers in the record player are trash, but I, I this particular record player can output to, to Bluetooth. Yeah, so you'd so, want to do that. Yeah. yeah, so I got the other speaker that does that. Um, and then... uh. I watched. I was. I watched a movie on the the Disney Network. There, uh, it was okay. There was just a couple parts in it where I was like, "Yeah, that was just terrible acting." Uh, Artemis Fowl. Disney movies have bad bad acting in them. No, it was, it was live I would be action. Shocked. It was uh, Artemis Fowl. It, it the story was it was good, but like there's this one point where the, the the bodyguard or whatever like dies, but he because he, he got crushed by a troll or something like that. But then he's like just sitting down in a chair. They pull him out, and he's sitting on a chair. They should have had him like laying on the ground and dying. But he, in in the show, they just the movie, they just had him sitting there, and he just closed his eyes. Oh, I'm dead. I'm like, what the hell was that? That was very weak. Um, <laughs> but it, it was okay. It was just I don't know, need some work. Uh, and then uh, I got a new phone. I got the the Ultra Note Twenty Ultra. 
Nice. Or, or as nice. Ben would say, the Samsung Galaxy Note Note 20 Ultra 5G, because he has to say the entire title. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! But <laughs> yeah. But uh, no, it's 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 nice, and I did not have to pay thirteen hundred dollars for it, which is great. I pay I paid Nate's range. <laughs> yeah, which is crazy because yeah. But the thing is though, the one thing you didn't do, what I would have not done, you're still in a contract. Well, I had no choice, so. Well. Well, you do have a choice. You bought the phone, but <laughs> no, I don't have a choice because I didn't want to pay thirteen hundred dollars for it. So... Well, no, that's what I mean. But that is your choice, though. Yeah, because they didn't give an option to be able to just pay it off. They want you yeah, to yeah. stay in that. They just want to make sure that you stay with the company. No, I know. So I know. I know. But uh, yeah. no, it was, it was awesome. It's good. I'm still learning. Uh, it can wirelessly transmit decks to the TV. Which yeah, is, you saw that. You which is that, yeah. pretty. That's that's crazy. I didn't think okay. it would work on my TV, but it did. Yeah, that's great for like. I would say that's super useful for people doing like business presentations and stuff. That's like perfect because you can just upload the presentation to your oh, phone. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. If you're in, if you're that, there in person, if you're in when you're in the conference room, you can just dex the TV and boom, here you go. So that would be super useful as far as that goes. Mm -hmm. Um. So that's it, Zinga. That is it. Okay. So obviously the one thing I do have to say, anybody that hasn't checked out Lovecraft Country, go check it out. Holy crap. No. Every damn episode's like a movie and then some. It's like insane. I feel like I've watched like two two or three seasons of a show and it's only been three episodes. Like they're in the quality is just holy crap, it's on point. Like the quality is really up there. Like the acting is superb, the directing is superb, like it's just whole it's just brilliant. Um, absolutely brilliant of a show. Um, and so far, like I've started to get into man, like manifest has gotten better in the second season. I definitely say, uh, if anybody didn't check that out and wants like a show, that's pretty good. I mean, it's obviously not like award winning quality, but it is a good show. And it's compelling story. Um, a good amount of the actors are fairly good actors. It's just some of the things, the only thing that bothers me about the show is that things happen like, like snap, like really fast. And the it reminds me of like a CW show, and it drives me up a wall with that. But the the story is like way better. It's a really good story. So, and the acting's good. So it's like that little snippet is just like okay, I can look over that. Um, but the one thing I do have to say though, I checked out um, yesterday. Um, sure, some people have heard about it. It's a movie. I think it's on, just on Hulu. It's a original movie uh, called Palm Springs with uh andy sandberg you know no, he is I, I know who he is, yeah, I know who he is but like i've not heard of his, of his direct to tv movie that's on amazon not on hulu hulu but, amazon whatever point is i have not heard these not movies hulu not amazon anyway um, i just um, said hulu, amazon whatever anyway Disney so channel so <laughs> so andy sandberg everybody knows he obviously he's from saturday night live yeah. and brooklyn 99 um but it also had uh which was cool obviously he's been in a ton of things along with the state farm commercials uh jk simmons oh yep yep yeah he was actually a pretty cool part in the movie jake um, from state farm <laughs> um but no it at, like at the first premise of the movie i thought it was going to be kind of corny but it actually it was actually really good um it's a take on like the whole groundhog day thing like he's living the same day in a row but it happens right from the beginning because you're wondering why he's acting so odd like he's being so bold 
and then like about like 10 minutes in the movie you're like oh wait it's already began he's already lived this day like probably a hundred times or not right mm-hmm. um and it gets into this whole complex story um he drags someone else into it and they're both like stuck in this same day over and over again um and then there's another guy he accidentally dragged into it and that's played J- by jk simmons because um he's with this girl like over by like these rocks by the beach because they're on they're at palm springs and all of a sudden he's like standing up like trying to impress her like, and all of a sudden he gets shot in the shoulder with an arrow and he's like damn it roy <laughs> oh yeah. and because roy is pissed off that he's stuck in this loop because of him so he just hunts him every time the day begins again hunts him down <laughs> it's like ridiculous and that's played by jk Simmons. um but it's actually a fairly cool storyline there's actually a lot of complexity to it yeah because um, what drives me crazy about sick like not sitcoms but series tv series is when they use the, like every sh- every like show has that same style of episode like the groundhog day episode or the uh you know, oh my my friend's an evil bastard, but nobody else can tell that he is. You know, oh, it's that annoys the hell out of me. But uh, there's some times where they do really good. Like there was this one, uh, actually, uh, Agents of Shield just did it on one of the last ones, where she was in a time loop, and you know she's you're the only one that remembers, but somebody else ended up joining in that that knew about it too. So I was like, mm. oh well, that's good. That's a, that changes it because they're always the same or the whole you know yeah, oh she bumped, that, she bumped her head and now she doesn't remember anything until or who she is until she bumps her head again it's like um, uh, yeah. episode, hey, hey, hey. Did that episode have anything to do with the overarching story is there even an overarching story yeah all right just making sure uh, when you yeah. say stuff like that it doesn't sound like it sounds like one of those one-off episodes. No, I it, it wasn't. I hate when TV shows do that. Yeah, that's so, the, 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 the... Like, you're, freak, you're telling a story in mid-season, you take a break to yeah. tell a side story yeah, that yeah, has yeah. nothing to do with anything. I'm like, you're a terrible writer. Yeah, <laughs> But, yeah. no, but, like, I do, like, some, like, people have done multiple variations of, like, the Groundhog Day thing, and some do it really well, some do it crappy. Like, the other one I could say that did it really well was Happy Death Day 1 and 2. We're both really good. Mm-hmm. Um... This one's really cool because by the end they actually get involved. Like one of the characters, um, eventually starts studying quantum physics and quantum theory, and <laughs> learns like everything there is to be about the both. And she actually like it's they dive into like the complexity of a time loop and shit. So which is really cool. They actually did some homework um, to actually get more of a to kind of a ground the movie. I guess you'd say is what they did mm-hmm. instead of just being oh it's just a time loop. We can't do anything about it. Um, and oh, maybe I need to like obviously they do delve in that back. Oh, maybe it's a karmic thing. Maybe I need to repent my sins or whatever else. They do delve in that, but then obviously they do get into the reality. Well, we're stuck in a damn time loop. We need to actually figure out the quantum reality of this. What's actually happening to us? Uh, which is really cool. I like the fact that they grounded the movie like that, which is pretty neat. So definitely go check that out. It's it's a neat movie. I definitely say watch it. Um, I do want to watch. I am going to watch at some point soon. Um, face the music. So, because I've been wanting to watch that. So. Face the music. Face the music. You should go oh, watch but, Sing. Okay. <laughs> watch what? I can, I can go think of a million. <laughs> face the music. Think of a million things to watch over over half the stuff you just mentioned. <laughs> um. <clears throat> so okay, <clears throat> let's get into this first topic. So the ZTE. Exxon 20 5G, the first phone with the under display camera. Mm-hmm. So, under display. 
So that means it shows up when you want it. No, uh, you, uh, it's just be, be, uh, it's underneath the screen. You can't, uh, see it. There's no pinhole. No, nothing. But, yeah. So the screen will display over it unless you're using it. I, I don't, it doesn't say cause nobody's like really seen it, but it's just a screen uh, like right now. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if like it shows when you like go to take a picture or something. You know, well, I would guess it would have to because if the pixels are like if the pixels are being displayed over it for the screen, if they'd be in the way of the lens, I don't know. To... You've seen uh, double sided mirrors. Oh yeah, good point. Yeah, sure. So I'm yeah. not quite sure, um, but it, it's a six point nine two inch. It's bigger than my phone, <laughs> which is crazy. Um, but it's only a full HD with OLED. I'm I'm guessing that. Right now, with the technology where it's at, they can only do uh, full HD. Mm -hmm. Maybe the like a the two K screen is, wouldn't let these the uh, camera work, or that's just the camera's costing so much to make that they're uh, making it the ten eighty p model. Because I the Axon Seven was fourteen. Uh, yeah, it was a two K screen, but so it's like they went down on it. So it's either money or uh, tech tech that couldn't do it. Um. Let's see here. They're not sure. They're they're not sure how good the pictures are going to come out because they, they they just announced it. They haven't like shown anything. Um, yeah, it was only the first announcement of it. So yeah, it's using the five G Snapdragon seven hundred and sixty five G. Um. It's so it's gonna, not using the eight three. It's using the. It's not using the eight. No. No, it's using the eight. Oh, seven three. Oh, Which okay. is another difference between because uh, like the Axon seven used a uh, the the top of the line. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's the same thickness as a Galaxy S20 with a 4220 mAh battery with 30 watt quick charging. Mm -hmm. It's got a 64 megapixel primary camera capable of 4K at 60 frames, but you can't watch it <laughs> at 4K on the <laughs> screen. I, that's my well, idea. yeah. That's like mine. Mine can do 8K. This phone can do 8K, but you you have nothing to watch it in 8K on. No, it's just a waste of money yeah. for that. It does HDR and supposedly it can do good scenes at night now. Uh, Apparently, my cat has an 8K phone. He said he can watch 8K TV on his phone. Oh, okay. Lucky him. But, but, he, uh, but he, he talks a lot of shit, though. There's this glass on the back of the phone now. No no information on RAM. It'd be blue, black, purple, or an orange. Oh, orange, that's kind of cool. But I see, like, I guess that's purple. Um, my phone has freaking 12 gigs of RAM, <laughs> which blows me away. Like, that definitely gets used on decks rather than uh, anything else. Yeah. But just look how fast technology has happened with, with phones where they first they did the, what was it, the uh, the notch, and then they did the pinhole, and now they're nothing. It's a screen. No, yeah, it's nothing. It's just a screen. Yeah. Uh, and then they had the pop-out camera, and uh, I think was it asus is coming out with a, a flip out camera too that they just announced yep uh, lg it's, a, it's like a side flip though it's weird yeah know. and lg they're coming out with some kind of second screen flip out thing the uh um what is it the um there's the the flip two is coming out that's two thousand dollars now yeah that's a little ridiculous the uh well the 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 what what did they call it the ghastly flip yeah and it's Galaxy Flip 2. Yeah, and then there's the Z Flip, which is 
they're coming out with another one soon. Um, I actually saw the Windows Phone the other day. The Windows? What? <laughs> the, the, the Windows uh, double screen flip phone thing that we talked about? What? Oh, I thought the Windows funny. Phone was dead. Who brought that no, shit no, no, back no, no, it's the Windows Phone that's running Android. Yes. Yeah, and partially Windows. And uh, eh, it's it's really thin. It, I was kind of surprised how thin it was. But it's 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 okay. I don't know. Too, not worth the $1,500 or whatever it is. No, God, no, no. But because, um, like, I'm not sure, but my Galaxy Note 20 comes with Microsoft Office. Oh, so nice. I don't know if it's a full version or not, but it didn't come with the the Google versions. So I don't know. Not that I use Office that often, but it's just cool that it's there. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I'm. And they they went from Axon ten to twenty, just like everybody else seems to be doing. Oh, I know. It's given all the other numbers except for iPhone. But that that's all there is for that. <laughs> then they'll go to the thirty, the forty, that yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's what they'll do, but. Mm-hmm. So now, uh, we talked about this a while back, um, GoPro, they came out with a beta to be able to use your webcam on a Mac. Uh, now they finally came out with one for the, uh, the Windows, where you can plug it in through the USB. Yes, which is a huge, actually, because like, a lot of people have GoPros sitting around or have them around or bought them for vacations or whatever, um, and this is a great thing to be able to well, Use as, it. as far as I know, it's only the GoPro Hero 8 that can do it. Oh, it's the only the 8? I uh, think so, yeah. But, uh, yeah, the Hero 8 is a webcam. But is that the one you have, or is that... Yeah, that's the one I got, yeah. Yeah, that's the one you have, yep. Um, you have to get so, a, do a manual update, and then join a Facebook group called GoPro Webcam Beta. And they have a utility on there. And they have this image of you because because the weird thing with with the GoPro Hero Eight, you have to open it to charge it. Yeah, I know. But well, with, it says here that adding it to the Hero Seven too. Oh, but. it does. But with the adapter I have, I don't need to open it at all, so that's cool. <laughs> so it does say that they're going to be doing it to the Seven. Yeah. But I, I don't know what the quality is going to be of it. Yeah, I don't know. That's that's the thing. Um, um, I'm sure it'll be fairly decent. But what's weird is because I can remember a while ago. Oh yeah, never mind. I know why. Because they're using capture cards. Um, yes. Yeah. At all the esport events, they were all using GoPros for the capture the player. Yeah. Uh, and they were doing it through a capture card. Yeah. Because obviously they had everything plugged into one big PC, probably controlling all the captures and everything else. Yeah. Yeah. They also use this. They like to use the the Sony cameras too. Like whenever we see the esports at the like PAX East, they use yeah they're the, using the Sony ones. Sony's, yep. which is oh, they're freaking nice cameras. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But other than I don't know what other camera companies that are as popular as you know Nikon, Sony, Fuji, Lumix. Yeah, Lumix. Yeah, yeah they're Sonic, all doing Sonic GoPro. You can all use left. them. As, you can all use them as webcams now. Yeah. The only problem is, like, if you're using uh, DSLRs, you have to get get the uh, ongoing charger for it. Which I'm, yeah. 
I bet there's no people that do get that anyway. Because a lot of people buy those bundles with like everything. Because it's a cheap way to go. Mm-hmm. Like I gotta get one for the the M50, but um, if I could find do a USB thing for the M50 and see how the quality is, I could literally because uh, with that app you can use the camera continuously. Unlike yes. with if you just plug an M50 into a capture card, it's every 30 minutes. You have to like go hit a button or something, which is annoying. Yeah, that's a little silly. Yeah, there's no way around it. Unless you're using like the black the black lantern or whatever the hell it's called. That well at at the I don't know if I haven't checked in a while, but at the time there that there wasn't one for it, so No, there still is not, I know. Yeah. I don't think so. Because I've been checking up on that every once in a while. There might be for the M fifty, but I don't know. But who knows? A magic so, lantern, yeah. magic lantern. <laughs> magic lantern, black lantern, whatever yeah, the hell it's called. <laughs> either way um and obviously we will utilize obviously whenever we get to shooting and make some time to film a video we're probably going to be using that m50 and the gopro yes yes <laughs> the gopro probably. makes some awesome underwater footage i can tell you that it's it's unreal oh well i tried it the other day yeah it's pretty neat definitely being cool okay yeah so this next topic is a huge thing as far as like where our internet is going um because revolutionary quantum right breakthrough. on the street <laughs> so it's a revolutionary breakthrough that paves the way for safer internet communications um and it was done by a group of people out of where the hell is it at a university of bristol um and obviously like the big thing for this to work is everything has to have fiber, um, which we're not there yet. Obviously, FiOS is everywhere. Like I do recommending getting FiOS. Like, um, ever since like was it? it's almost been like it's been more than a few years since I switched from Cox. Um, they've been like super reliable. Like it's it's a really decent internet service, um, and it's a fiber optic connection too. So, um, we're getting there is I don't understand how Cox hasn't switched over yet, or was it um, the one in Connecticut? Atlantic Broadband, whatever. Yeah. I don't know how they're not fiber optic. Like, these companies need to, like, it is, I don't know. It's it's just what is the future. Because they want to use panoramic broadband. Oh, Jesus Christ, that's driving <laughs> up a wall. <laughs> um, so these physicists have formed a, a form of secure encryption known as quantum key distribution in which particles of light called photons are transmitted through a process to allow two parties to share without risk of interception, a secure key used to encrypt the, or decrypt the information. Um, and we've seen this before um, where they've done this and it's a complete secure connection between two people. Now, so, and obviously that's the next part of this whole article, but now this team has done it over a bigger branch using existing technology. So um, the team of uh, quant- the quantum technique applied to the seemingly magical principle called the, so if anybody doesn't know, I'll give a very quick very quick scientific lesson so I don't sound like I'm talking gibberish. Um, what you Einstein called spooky action at a distance is um, <clears throat> where they pretty much took and split a particle and affected one and it affected the other. They went, um, I think during Einstein's day, they went a quarter mile down the road 
affected one and affect the other exact same time. Um, so it show that's why I call it spooky action out of distance because he couldn't understand how these particles are communicating wirelessly from vast distances. Obviously, we have a more grasp of it nowadays, and they're using this principle to do this. So they're going to, instead of having a replicant of the communication system, the latest methodology is called multiplexing, and it splits the right particles emanated by a single system, just like splitting a particle, so that it can be received by multiple users effectively. Um, the team created a network for eight users using just eight receiver boxes, whereas the former method would need a number of users multiplied many times. Um, in this case, among amounting to 56 boxes is what they would have needed. Um, as user numbers grow, the logistics become increasingly um, unavailable. For instance, 100 users would need 9,900 receiver boxes before this method, which is just not gonna work. <laughs> that would not work. Uh, to demonstrate its functionality across the distance, the receiver boxes uh, connected to an optical fiber, Viva different locations across Bristol and be able to transmit messages on quantum communication was tested using the city's existing optical fiber network. Um, and the reason why that's super secure, not to mention it's almost an instantaneous connection, literally. Um, and it's also 100% secure because those um, splitting of light fractions have their own encryption key that you cannot break into that are signatured to that communication um that would need a quantum computer to break it um so which is super like it's crazy secure like there's no way your computer's getting hacked that unless oh, you literally yeah. give the guy like the key to come like the encryption key to come into your computer um quantum and, entanglement communication was supposed to be impossible what do you mean? Who said it was impossible? One of our viewers. Who? Oxy. Oh, Oxy. Okay. Um, no. <laughs> if it was music. someone else, if it was someone so, else, you'd be like, he's wrong. But Oxy? Oh, he's cool. No, no. Yeah, <laughs> no, Oxy's cool. Uh, uh, anyway, so, um, no, we talked about this last year. So, the very first test of quantum communications was the Chinese did with one of their satellites. Um, and they did the same idea. They split a light particle and they had instant communication from the ground to the satellite. Um, and the reason why this is a big deal, because you gotta think of like, are we communicate with like the NAS, like the Mars rovers and things like that in space. There's like a delay a, in, in with the Mars rovers. It's like a 15 minute delay and, and sometimes even longer. Uh, if we can have quantum communications with those things, that's controlling that rover in real time. No more waiting for what's gonna happen. Not to mention they could transmit data. So the Mars rover can only transmit like 36 point kilobytes per like second. And that's the limit right now. It's yeah. super low. You're talking about like horrible dial up speed, like transmission. <laughs> and that's what our Mars rover is still using on this day. So with this technology, if they can implement that in other places, obviously this is using an existing fiber optic network. So it makes it a whole lot easier. Um, because they can actually just use that thing that's already been put in place, but obviously to be used in other fields, allowing for instant communication. Um, 
and obviously we go into like 100 years into our future, somebody that's off on the other end of our solar system in a spaceship will easily talk to somebody on Earth in real time. Um, and that's just where this technology will scale up to. Um, but the big thing for us, though, is just Internet security. Um, granted, this will change once quantum computers become a thing, but that's not going to be a while for a while um, in quantum computers in your house. But it will not. Nothing will be able to break the encryption when you're on the Internet. If you're using something like this, like something if you're using a Zoom call and you're using this type of communication to communicate with that Zoom call, no one's going to hack in and get your personal data or whatnot. Um, and the reason why I use Zoom because Zoom had that like security breach where people were able to break into Zoom calls um, and get a hold of people's personal data and get on their computer and whatnot. There was that whole big thing, that security breach that happened when Zoom first went really big during the pandemic. Um, that won't happen with this because it can't. Um, they would have to actually be able to get a hold of that key which they would need a quantum computer even to break the key unless they actually physically got a hold of it somehow, which is pretty much near impossible without getting a hold of the actual computer. So, and the fact that it's randomly generated every time you start a new communication. So I think this is a huge breakthrough. I think it's gonna change how we look at security on the internet. Um, once it actually goes full scale, I'm hoping they're going to get more like, hopefully somebody notices this university and goes, Oh, holy crap. You guys just made a huge breakthrough. You want some funding? <laughs> like some big internet company goes, we want this. We want this in our, <laughs> uh, we want this on our network because then they can charge people more money for their internet and go, you're a hundred percent secure. And the science here is the back it. And then someone cracks it in a few years, and then oh, well, no, like I said, you wouldn't be able to quant, uh, you wouldn't be able to crack a quantum communication unless you had a quantum computer to do it. And we'll see. We'll um, see. so, <laughs> and even then, it's going to take some work to do it. <clears throat> like quantum levels of work. <laughs> um. One thing really quick, too. I didn't share this on thing, but I did watch Elon Musk's presentation for Neuralink. Uh -huh. Holy crap. Like, the, like the, I don't know if everybody saw, like, you're no, going to be able to... No, because I don't watch your boyfriend talk. Um, you're going to be able to go into, like, once that finally ramps up to be able to actually getting that, getting that procedure, which they're about to do human trials fairly soon. But it's not going to be another like till another five years till where it's like 100% stable and anybody can go and get it. You mean um, guinea pig trials? Um. So. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> the they built because the the surgery that has to be done is like laser precise. So it's a a robot that 100% does the all the surgery. And if anybody that's been following, we've covered it a few times. Like Neuralink started off with this weird box like that could be possibly put on someone's head with a communication, like a little wire going into your brain. And then the last one from last year was a little tiny thing that looked like a hearing aid and then wires going into your brain. Uh, the newest one is completely different. So it look, it's like the size of a dime and it gets put underneath your skull with little tiny little wires that go into the center of the brain that it wants to communicate with or whatever 
you need fixing or whatever is going to happen, whatever you need, because it's going to be able to cure a lot of things once it finally goes stable. Like just the examples they gave off. Can't like, kill stupid, my friend. Huh? So you well, can't no, kill yeah, yeah, yeah. stupid, my friend. <laughs> well, actually, it will actually technically. No, no, he's gonna set that thing up. The, this chip will make people smarter. Stick it in the head, and the chip's gonna fry. And he goes, "I guess you can't cure stupid." Uh, <laughs> um, but so the one thing him and his team were up there talking <clears throat> about that the obviously the team of scientists that are working there. Um. Point out, you're going to be able to go in and get the procedure like in the morning and just be out in a couple hours and go back about your day. <laughs> um, wow. Because this robot, it's, yeah. And obviously, like I said, they're using a robot and they design, They showed the machine, this robot they built to do the surgery. Like it's, you know what I mean? And the reason why is because there can't be, it has to be a 0% chance of screwing up because it's such delicate work. And the so, robot's also programmed to get funky. So there's that. <laughs> Um, which is crazy because it's going to be able to cure like depression. It's going to be able to uh, fix brain. Like, uh, if people that have like a like a stroke and lose functionality in one part of their brain, they can rewire the neural link. Will be able to rewire those parts of the brain back together and give it, you full functionality again. It's freaking Glados, okay. Um, that which robot. is pretty. I'm just waiting for this to not work out the way Nate says, and it takes like another twenty years for it to work. Because um, there's always problems that pop up, and Nate's talking like nothing bad's gonna happen with this. So, but yeah, it looks Wait, like I accidentally yeah. hit something in the brain that makes you an evil bastard. <laughs> no, it's just not. It's just it's not gonna work the way they think it's gonna work at first, and it's gonna change all of what they have to do. Mm -hmm. That's the reality of it. But Nate's talking like they've already figured it out, and well, I that, just can't wait. That until... and having what is it the uh, big farmer to approve it. Well, not big farmer, but like the, I don't know what you call that. Whoever does approves medical procedures and stuff. <laughs> tech duties. Yeah. Well, no, but like, yeah, the but they've already got approved for that. That all that stuff's already been approved. They already covered that. Well, that can't be approved until it's proven that it works. Yeah, yeah, none of that's approved. Nate, <laughs> no, no, no. Literally, no, they they literally know nothing about it until they have a working prototype and it works, and then they test it to make sure it doesn't hurt or fuck anybody up. None of that has been approved. It's the only approval they may have is someone going, we will test it when it's yeah. ready. It's well, no, 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 no. To fit, to be well, used, to try it, to, to see Well, no, works. but that's but you have to get approved for trials. That's what I'm talking about. They already got approved for trials. No, they didn't because they can't get approved for trials until they have a working, functioning thing. They can no, have someone sign no, up to be it. the guinea pig. No, no, that's what they announced today. Well, it was yeah, yeah, last yesterday Friday morning. or something. Yeah, they last have yet they to have anybody test it, Nate. They no, haven't they, used it yet. They haven't even built it yet. Yes, they have. They, no, they, 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 they built tested it. it on a pig. They t yeah, um, and they got approval for human trials, and they said that's why I said human trials will be starting very soon. That was like a big applause at the thing because they were waiting for that approval, mm -hmm. and the human trials are going to be starting pretty soon. So, that was a big step on in obviously in their direction. So, where they're going, um, so human trials start pretty soon. Um, which will be, I think, I can't think, I don't remember what he said, uh, when it was, but yeah, it's crazy. Cause if it actually works out, everything works out. Like obviously nothing goes as planned. Like obviously you have to work out the bugs. Does the pigs now speak perfect Latin? No, no. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> um, Nobody speaks perfect pig Latin. Come on, man. No, but I would definitely say anybody go check out that presentation. It was actually pretty neat. 
um, all the things they were doing. And he kind of gave a, like, an, at the end of it, he kind of gave a big thing, like, um, and anybody out there that wants to work for Neuralink, definitely send your resume in. He's like, you don't have to be a brain surgeon. You don't have to do this. He's like, I just need people that are capable coders, are semi-capable engineers. Like, I just need anybody I can to help build, like, like and advance this technology. He's like, he's like, if you don't know it, we can teach you. <laughs> uh, just send your resume in. Uh, can I just be a guinea pig? I'm sure you could if you want to. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> dude, I want to live forever, dude. Get me going. <laughs> I'm um, not kidding. I'm like, I would, I can't wait for the day though. Cause like, if you can eventually get that implanted and go, I want to know Mandarin. Hit download. Okay, I know Mandarin. And then I punch you in the face and go, why do you want to know Mandarin? <laughs> <laughs> Or I go, I know Kung Fu. And then I punch you in the face and go, no, you don't. <laughs> no, at that point, you'd be like, right when you were about to say no, you, and then you'd be on the floor. Oh, shit. <laughs> it, it, it's like it's like the show Chuck, where the stuff gets uploaded to his brain from a like a TV screen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, okay. So that's Neuralink. I'm sure we're going to cover it more once the human trials first start and stuff and results are and stuff. But Evil Dead, absolutely one of my favorite movie series, great TV series. Like Bruce Campbell is just a downright, just plain great actor. Um, so Bruce Campbell has dished a little bit more information on Evil Dead 4, which is officially titled Evil Dead Rise. Um, pilot details have remained guarded up to this point. Um, so the evil dead, are, so <laughs> the evil dead are coming to fuck up a city this time. They said <laughs> pretty much is what he said. Um, you mean like every other time? Well, no, not an actual city, like a real, like, 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 yes, Manhattan. they literally screwed up some cities, dude. <laughs> no, I know. But like, I mean, like, yeah, they, they did in the video games too. Yeah. <laughs> But in general, though, so let me get back here. I don't know why how my screen just like changed here. <laughs> uh, Pierre de the Air, the Mahjong Drive-In Theater in Pennsylvania, part of the Keep the Distance tour uh, during a Q and A. Uh, might expect subject that Evil Dead came up, obviously. Um, and not taking into account the TV show Ash vs. Evil Dead, the movies have been relatively contained, uh, save for Army of Darkness, which is a sprawling swords. Sandals, epic, involving evil and beasts, and everybody knows what that is. Obviously, I have no clue. <laughs> so the idea of, of setting Evil Dead Rise in a city allows for something different. Not to mention, there have been what do you call it, unconfirmed rumors that the movie will take place in a high rise, hence the title. It's like a pun, I guess. So, uh, and that's really all Bruce Campbell really led on to. Other than that, that it's going to be, he hinted that it's going to be in a city. Dude, obviously please let it be like, please let it be like Die Hard. <laughs> die Hard. Right? Think about it, dude. Think about it if it was just like, Ash gets thrown in the, into a high rise, and there's a bunch of other people in there, and Evil Deads, and it's just a battle royal as they're killing each other until only one is left alive. Yeah. So. <laughs> 
So goodbye. Um, See you later. <laughs> so they also in this interview they also addressed the stance that Campbell made on he's retiring the character of Ash. So when asked about during this interview about if he's going to do a cameo in the movie, the actor said, "Shouldn't I just be in it anyway?" <laughs> well, so I don't know if that's a hint he's actually in it, but he doesn't want to say. How could you do Evil Dead without Ash? If it's going to be based on that 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 uh what do you well, call it? that series not the uh the movie they made recently well they're all the same thing that's the thing they're all in the same universe um the only one that's not in the universe it actually is in somewhat and it's not is the evil did movie they did a couple years ago that was more like a real horror movie that's what i just said but yeah (laughs) well no but i mean and even but like ash wasn't in that but he was at the very end well yeah Uh, as a cameo at the very yeah as a cameo at the very very end of the movie um so, and it showed it was tied into the same universe, mm-hmm. but so you can do an evil dead without obviously Ash. Yeah, they've done it. It was a good, I liked that movie. Um, Bruce Campbell, obviously it'd be great if he wasn't it. He is kind of, he is like the icon of evil dead. Yeah. Um, so, but I think personally him making that statement, he is going to be in this movie. Some way. Um, him just saying, shouldn't I just be in it anyway? Like, yeah, he damn well should be. It's all, he knows that. He's all that matters in it, period. Mm. Well, he's not all that matters, but he knows he's a big, he's an icon of the franchise. No, he's all that matters. There's no other characters you bring back but him. There is, is, besides from the original Evil Deads, but who else could you bring back? The only characters I could see. The only characters I could see is if he brought in the two characters from the TV show. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Which would be great because both those characters were great. Him running around calling the other one little buddy, because <laughs> like seeing that what everybody's dead from the, the the first two movies, right? Besides him, yeah, the first three movies. Finished, you mean I never finished the third season of that show because well, they the, canceled the third it. Movie I was, was so mad about it. The other one, so yeah, but it's it's so yeah, but it's it so a comedy compared to the com- well, the it, other ones were comedy. What are you talking about? Not not they were not as comedical as that. They were the, they the, were the, the first two weren't meant to be. They were just so badly done that they were. Yeah. Uh, the, well, the no, third one Sam was Ra- literally not scary at all. No. Well, Sam Raimi has said he actually went more comedy on the second one because people thought the first one was more of a comedy. So he went more comedy directly on the second one. Mm-hmm. And then when Army of Darkness came out, he was like, let's just embrace it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so it was like, okay, we're not doing comedy, but we end up doing it. Let's do a little bit of comedy. Okay. Let's just do all comedy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, an army of darkness is absolutely great movie. One of my absolute favorite yeah. movies. I've, I gotta watch it. I haven't seen it in a long, long time. Um, so I really hope this is fairly, obviously it's not evil did Four; it's evil did because it's weird in canonical form. It's just strange because you have the movie and the side movie. And so that's, I'm pretty sure that's why they're TV calling it rise. And obviously like that. And obviously to play a pun on the word rise, if it's actually takes place in a skyscraper. Um, so it could be like, I don't know. He's getting hunted down, and they're going from like up a floor over to I don't know something. Who knows what they're gonna do? They're gonna do something creative, I'm sure. <laughs> Either way, I think it'll work out. Um, just because it's Evil Dead. So I didn't know this, but apparently, uh, they're making impossible, missing impossible seven. Oh, are they? Holy shit! And, That's impossible. And uh, Tom Cruise rented a six hundred and seventy thousand dollar cruise ship to keep the mission up uh, afloat. 
What? <laughs> During the pandemic. Oh, oh. So he rented a, this, I guess he has everybody on the ship in between when they're not filming. That's just crazy. I didn't even know. I, I did not know they were making another one. That's like a thing he's just going to keep pushing. So, okay. So, um, really quick on the podcast, like, we'll look at the numbers once they come out. Uh, because Tenet is just going into theaters right now. Finally. Yeah. No, <laughs> finally. Um, so it's weird because I've asked a lot of people at work and stuff, and they've all said they are not. And I've seen a lot of people make sense. They're not going into a theater. Oh well, yeah. Um. So, and then the restrictions. I think it's like, I think it's twenty five percent capacity at theaters right now. Mm. They're allowed. So. How well do you think this movie is going to do in theaters? Oh, it's uh, not going to do at all, but that's just the reality of any theater right well, now. I've also read that the, the sound is terrible. What, for the movie? The dialogue gets drowned out by surround sound, the surround sound, the score, then the music. Oh, well, well. Somebody screwed up in their uh, mask. Well, that could be, yeah, but that can easily be fixed and re uploaded, though. And sent back to the theaters. Oh, how long does it take to render a two and a half hour movie? <laughs> yeah, but have you seen the workstations that they use? At oh, yeah, 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 yeah. They, they use Holy a crap. Uh, GTX they 3090. They, <laughs> they, yeah, and they have, like, they have like six of them in a machine or whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, they don't, I'm sure, yeah. Um. So, and that's something they can do. Like, I think the only movie we've seen do that was the movie Cats. Remember that? how much of a botch that was? They had to re-up. They had to send a new render to. Yeah. Dude, you can't render away shit. The movie looks horrible. <laughs> they can re-render that movie all they want. It's not going to fix how bad that movie looked. Because it made Cats a horror movie. That was, <laughs> yeah. that was terrifying. <laughs> I'd be terrified to go and see it. <laughs> like, damn. Oh. Nightmares. I, I never liked Cats to begin with. Like, the whole thing just drove me crazy apparently this is like a, a it's a like a time, time cop remake yeah i know yeah it does look pretty neat um but i think they made a mistake not releasing it to digital yeah and, um, and, and you know uh new mutants is just doing terrible yeah i know i heard that i already saw that already that's doing terrible um but like the movies that i've already done straight digital are doing well. Uh huh. They've all done well since uh, what was it? Trolls was the first one uh, during the the beginning of this pandemic, and they did oh, really yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. Um, the whole releasing it to digital as long as theater is a good choice. Like we talked about, even though Grimm doesn't care for Bill and Ted, that's his choice. But it's doing better in the digital form factor than in the theater right now. Because no one's going to the theaters. No, I know. I'm saying though. But no, but the point is, why didn't they just release Tenants as digital as well? Cocky prickery? Well, yeah, obviously. Like they thought it was going to be a hit? Well, I think it is going to be a hit, but that's besides the point. Um, I think it was just a lot of I don't of money. think it's going to be a hit. I know people who love Christopher Nolan. They don't even know what this movie is. It's literally <laughs> a nothing I movie to Yeah, people. I don't know what it is. Besides what I've read, like, it's a... I haven't even watched a trailer. Oh, it looks pretty cool. But so, so I don't know. I think it's going to be a good movie. I just wish they would have put it to digital. 
Um, and I think hope. I think after this weekend, what they see for the numbers, I think they might decide to go. Okay, guys, just push it to digital. <laughs> yeah, they should. I think they should. Yeah, I think after they see this week's numbers, I think they might. Um, I know overseas. It was already released overseas. It did fifty-eight million. I guess. That's not much. No. That's what I'm saying. They're already like that's Thank not you, good Captain for Captain Obvious. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I know. If I was given fifty-eight million, that's that's a lot. <laughs> well, but, yeah, but if, yeah, but if you just spent like a hundred million to make the movie, and probably all this money just to 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 keep it from going into theaters, uh, well, well, yeah, all yeah. that money you're losing to keep promoting yeah. it. Holy crap! Yeah. Are there commercials for this? I, I don't watch TV, so. Oh no! I have ad blockers too, so I don't. I don't think there's any commercials. You have to go uh, watch the show. Uh, <laughs> I was just wondering if there's, you know. But this has been the Talking Gaming and Tech Podcast. We hope you've enjoyed listening to our banter. But until next week, <laughs> for the latest and greatest in gaming and tech, get tech. <laughs>